Yo, what's going on, people? It's your boy, Black Talent. Now, I downloaded this little app that you can make like your own podcast and all that, but I never actually posted anything. I played around with it, but never actually posted anything. So I think now I'm going to go ahead and start doing it, man. Um, We're going to be talking about sports, music, you know what I'm saying? Anything going on in the social media world, y'all already know how, how this goes, right? So, um, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and get this thing started, man. Welcome to the show. And the name of the show is going to be Black on the Block. Yes, let's go. Yo, alright, so the first thing I want to talk about, um would be the college football playoff. Now, once again, we got Alabama and Clemson, right? And you've seen a lot of people, hearing, seeing, whatever, a lot of people complaining about the college football playoff is trash. Oh, they need to extend to eight teams. Nah, they need to extend to 12 teams, whatever. You know, it doesn't matter. People want to extend it. Mainly because they tired of seeing Alabama and Clemson, right? But here's the thing. You can extend it to eight teams all you want. But more than likely, Alabama and Clemson are going to still be there. So whether you want to extend that to eight teams because you want your team to be in it, or you think it's another team that's deserving, think about it like this. Those teams weren't in the four because they didn't deserve to be there. So just extending the playoffs will basically just be putting putting teams in there just just to say you did it. The question you have to ask yourself is, which one of these teams are going to beat Clemson and Alabama? Which one of the teams that was left out this year was going to beat Clemson or Alabama? Now, you can say that Notre Dame and Oklahoma didn't deserve to be there. Yeah, hindsight is always 2020 because Notre Dame pretty much gave put up a goose egg and Oklahoma started too late. But the fact of the matter is, whatever teams you're going to put in there, unless you're going to start putting some NFL teams in there, you're going to run into the same issue. Well, it's not necessarily an issue for me. It's an issue for the people who are complaining about there not being enough teams or the people complaining about their team not being in it. Can your team beat Alabama or Clemson? That's the question that you got to ask. And in most cases, nine, you know what I'm saying, unless it's something I don't know, most cases, the answer to that is no. These two programs have been the top programs in college football for the past like five, six years. So if you want to extend it, extend, extend the playoffs, then by all means, yeah, I mean, you, have, you can have your opinion. But the question is why? Is the goal just to, to have more inclusion? Because if that's the case, if you end up with the same two teams in the finals, what was the extension for? Or what was the expansion for? Just so you can see somebody else? Come on now. And you want to put extra teams in this playoff. So basically, what about the what about the teams that or the, the conferences that have conference champions? You add another game. Or a team can go to the conference championship and lose and still go into the playoff. But either, either way you think in any school of thought, it always comes back to this. 
can they beat Alabama or Clemson? And the question and the answer to that question is usually no. So add more teams does not fix the problem as if if it's even a problem. Add more teams does not fix it. Now, if the talent level or the the teams were closer as far as, as talent and you know what I'm saying, or the games themselves, like the head-to-head matchups and all of that, if those games were closer, then I can understand. If anything should change, it should be the scheduling. If you if you one of these teams in the Power Five conferences, you should not be playing the Citadel in the middle of your season. Now that that is a change that I would, would like to see made because I think that's I think that's bullshit. You going to, the week before your big rivalry game and you playing a Citadel. Now that's some that is some bullshit. I think Alabama gets away with, but it's within the rules. Now, do I think if they scheduled a harder game in that in that slot, that it would change much? Nah, not. I mean, not really. It's more than likely they're gonna beat that team too. But expanding the college football playoffs, that is not the answer. It's just gonna be another team to lose. Can you beat Alabama or Clemson? That's the question you have to ask. I probably should have led with this, but at any rate, this is this is a conversation that I kind of love to hate talking about and hate to love talking about because it drums it drums up so much emotion and and to be completely honest with you, neither side is wrong. And what I'm talking about is the greatest of all time debate. Who's a GOAT in the NBA? Jordan or LeBron? Now, one thing I will say, those are the only two. It's either Jordan or LeBron. So you can do it one and one A. You can say Jordan is one, LeBron's two. LeBron's one, Jordan's two. However you want to say it. But it's only those two. I repeat, it's only those two. Personally, I think that LeBron is the greatest basketball player that I have ever seen. So recently, LeBron James said that after they came back from three games, from three to one down against Golden State, when they came back and beat them in game seven in Golden State, he said at that point he felt like he was the greatest basketball player ever. He, He felt like he was a GOAT. I wholeheartedly agree with him. Because... Everything leading up to that series, everything leading up in, to the playoffs and the finals of that year, everybody was giving praise to that Golden State team. They are unstoppable. 73 wins. They can't be beaten in a seven-game series. They was running through people. Now, did they run into a buzzsaw against um, OKC? Yeah, they did. But guess what? They came back from 3-1 down. They showed what they was made out of. Then they came into the finals and were just... They was running the Cavs off the floor. Got a 3-1 lead. They shooting threes and shimmying. Dancing, celebrating. LeBron, I mean, um, what's the kid? Draymond Green talking major shit. 
Steph got his mouthpiece hanging halfway out his mouth after he shoot threes and do his little dance and all that. They was partying. Everybody thought the Cavs was dead. Then the last three games, LeBron scores 41-41, and then in game seven, he has a triple-double. Now, let's not take nothing away. Excuse me. Let's not take nothing away from Kyrie because Kyrie was balling too. Kevin Love was balling too. But the thing is, when it comes to that Golden State team, the reason why that team was so good is because guys like Iguodala and Livingston and um, I think I can't remember the, the guy's name, but number 19, the, the, the guy you come off the bench and hit the threes. Guys like that is what made that team what it was because they was coming in and balling. It was no drop-off. So, with the Cavs, we can't. We, we all know what LeBron did, but we cannot lose sight of what the rest of that team did in that effort to come back from being 3-1 down. But the question that you have to ask is that during that time, how likely did anybody think it was for them to come back from 3-1 down? Because people, like people like to say, which is not true, that LeBron is not clutch. See, people get it confused and they think that clutch is who's taking the last shot. No, clutch is when it comes down, when it's on the line. Who's the one that's going to come through? You're going to sit here and tell me that LeBron is not clutch and he had a 41-point game, a 41-point game, and then a triple-double and a game seven on the road in the finals where they came back and beat a 73-win team after being down 3-1? That ain't clutch? Kyrie showed out. Kevin Love showed out. But what LeBron did, consecutive 41-point games and then a triple-double against that team, for me, that was it. At that point, the mantle was passed and LeBron James became the greatest basketball player of all time. I wholeheartedly agree with him. 